Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Well, starting in December, single-use items such as plastic shopping bags, disposable food service accessories, oxo-degradable plastics, compostable or biodegradable plastics will no longer be allowed to be sold in BC. Uh, since the province made that announcement and even launched their Clean BC Action Plan in 2019, um, many municipalities, in fact, 20 municipalities, have established bylaws to limit single-use plastics in their communities. Well, you could imagine the t- tremendous amount of demand uh, that is building and is already built towards single-use paper products. Joining me to talk a little bit about the change that is coming in December uh, is Brandon Lead, CEO of Sophie Products. Brandon, thank you for joining us. Hey, Jess, thanks for having me. So walk me through uh, what has been the last six months or year been like for you in regards to just dealing with businesses who see this coming down uh, and they have to be prepared for it. What's it been like for your company? Yeah, so we're definitely seeing an increased demand across the board throughout the whole country. Um, I think it's kind of escalated over the last six months as people are preparing for this December 20th deadline. Uh, it's kind of woken up people now that it's fallen. It's a couple months away. So demand is increasing for sustainable products. Um, We actually produce plastic-free, compostable-free products. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're seeing uh, demands across the board. What kind of companies are you dealing with, can you say? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So in the BC area, we uh, have some larger food service chains, such as uh, White Spot, Triple O's, and then uh, on the smaller side, some individual ones. So we're actually seeing... Really, uh, everyone has to switch. So from your largest chains that uh, you see everywhere to the smallest local individual mom-and-pop coffee shops. So it's really uh, a wide, diverse spread of uh, businesses. What advice would you want to give to those companies that may not know this is coming or perhaps haven't yet prepared? What kind of advice would you want to give to them in regards to the December deadline? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of confusion is what we're seeing out there. Um, as you mentioned, there's a federal ban coming into place, and then there's provincial bans on their own. So uh, across the board, we're seeing confusion where businesses don't really know what types of products they're allowed to use, what they are allowed to use. So my advice is to educate yourself. Um, we're actually working on a, a guide, kind of an all-in-one guide to uh-huh. federal, provincial laws that we'll be putting out to help people navigate this. But my, my advice is to make sure you choose a product that is long-term because Canada has put in place uh, a zero plastic, a zero waste uh, goal by 2030. And so the laws are only going to keep getting stricter. So if you switch to something that you think is still kind of plastic, it's probably going to get banned fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to uh, this particular uh sort of sector of the economy. Uh, walk me through your company a little bit. Uh, how did it start and and, and uh, in regards to just sort of the demand that you're already seeing? Yeah, so we started in 2018, mm-hmm. right when paper straws were first starting to pop up. And it was actually due to a bad experience with paper straws, um, as everyone has definitely experienced by now. 
my brother called me. He had a, a milkshake and the straw ruined his milkshake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've always been pretty eco-conscious. So he called me and he was like, we, we should make something better. So we spent about a year redeveloping the paper straws that we sell. They don't get soggy. They don't taste like paper. They don't fall apart. Um, from there, we thought, what's next? And that was the cup and the lid. So we spent about three and a half years developing our cup and lid. And the lid is actually built into the cup. So it's probably something you've never seen before. It's almost like a takeout container. Mm-hmm. And the entire cup is plastic-free, so no plastic coating. Most paper cups, most people don't know, is that they're actually coated in plastic. So the wax coating uh, is plastic. And ours is entirely plastic-free and one skew, which is very important to businesses because now they get to eliminate the lid completely. So you get to save half the space, half the money on freight, and also have a positive environmental impact. Mm -hmm. Uh, In regards to these regulations, federal and provincial and and municipal uh, as well, in your mind, is Canada headed in the right direction in regards to these bylaws and laws? Uh, Some would argue, and you hear this a lot, that look, we're a small jurisdiction in the grand scheme of things, 40 million people. We're not going to have the impact that, let's say, a China would or an India or the United States or or, um, or the EU, that really, at the end of the day, Canada's a bit player here. Uh, do you think this is still the right way to go in your mind? I do. And the reason being, while population-wise, in, in terms of the world, it might be a, a small impact, but as you said, uh, Canada's kind of at the front and setting a precedent for the rest of the world. There's still a majority of countries out there that don't have any federal bans in place. And I think by Canada doing this on a federal level, mm-hmm. uh, it's really setting a, a precedent for the, the right direction for the world to go in. So um, while, while it might seem difficult on the individual level, it definitely as a whole, it's making the right impact. Now, uh, you know, fast food uh, restaurants, coffee shops, you know, they have their set costs in regards to uh, what a, a straw costs, what a cup costs, what a, conta- a lid costs. This transition to paper products, uh, is this transition more expensive? Generally, can you bring your costs down to what I'm going to assume was, you know, pretty low cost for, for, for traditional cups and lids and straws? Yeah, so typically going sustainable, eco-friendly does have a cost associated with it. Mm-hmm. But at our company, at Sophie, we focus on solutions that make it as easy as possible for our customers to be able to switch. And that also includes cost. So as I mentioned with our cup that has the built-in lid, mm-hmm. you're eliminating now an entire SKU category. You're saving on freight. Um, so for us, it's really important for us to make it as easy as possible for people to switch while also providing uh, the same quality that you would get from a plastic straw or a paper cup. Um, So, yeah, we're trying to do our best uh, to help people become more sustainable. Uh, And uh, are businesses out there aware of this? I mean, I know where you and I are talking about this. We've covered this in the past. We're talking about it now. Do most businesses understand that this is coming down pretty quick? We're seeing a mix. I think people... Now that summer's over, like I said, we're getting closer to the ban. I think yep. people are starting to wake up. But I, I do think it is going to sneak up on a lot of people uh, that haven't really been keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, like I said, I would just advise people to get educated on it. We are going to be putting out a guide on our website on sophieproducts.com. Uh, and you can sign up and get it, and it will be an all-inclusive guide.
Excellent. Brandon, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate the conversation. Yeah, thank you too. Yeah, thanks for having me.